You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Sooners Nation, and welcome to the Locked On Sooners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for joining me. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams, and you can read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners at thesoonerswire.com, part of USA Today. And coming up on today's show, we've got a huge recruiting weekend. We've got to talk about several big-name recruits breaking the 2023 ice and landing on some top lists for others as well. But first, let me talk to you about the live NBA draft show that's coming up on July 29th. NBA draft goat Chad Ford locked on NBA draft host Raphael Barlow and locked on NBA draft host John Corellis will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's locked on NBA draft 2021 brought to you by built bar, get local expert analysis on each pick, follow locked on NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 PM Eastern time. And like I said, coming up on this show, we've got huge recruiting news that broke over the weekend. It seems like Lincoln Riley and the Oklahoma Sooners now are making it a habit of landing huge recruits in July and really carrying the media news cycle for an entire weekend at times. We saw it just a few weeks ago, back on the 4th of July weekend, where they landed several big time recruits, including Jacob Sexton, the offensive tackle out of Edmond, and they're doing it again. And they did it again this weekend. Uh, first, they got the 2023 recruiting class started with a big time recruit from Trayon Webb, the athlete out of Florida. Uh, he's a four-star product um, from the or from Florida that had decommitted from Georgia. We talked with Parker Thune from OU Insider at 247 Sports a few weeks ago about him. And he all he believes that because of Webb's decommitment from Georgia, that even though Ohio State and Georgia were in the mix still with Oklahoma, he believed that Georgia was out of the mix because there's no reason to decommit if you're still considering that school. Um, if there's like, you know, Parker said it a couple weeks ago, you don't lose anything and there's nothing to be lost by staying committed to Georgia. If you're planning on checking out other schools as well, you can still do that, but it is huge to win this battle over Ohio state. Now we've seen Ohio state in years past, be able to use players like a Curtis Samuel that are kind of running back wide receiver combo types that can play multiple positions for an offense and, and be able to show those guys and show how they can use those guys for Lincoln Riley to win this battle for Trayon Webb, who projects as a running back. He's a, he's a big guy, six foot, 188 pounds. I believe it was has size, speed, athleticism to land him in the 2023 class after they were able to land both Relique Brown and Gavin Sawchuk in 2022 just goes to show what DeMarco Murray and Lincoln Riley and the offensive staff are building with that running back room. These guys aren't afraid to come into Oklahoma, despite the incredible depth that the Sooners have at the running back position. You know, Kennedy Brooks will probably move on to the NFL next year. Eric Gray could stick around for another year or he can move on to the NFL. But even if Eric Gray does move on to the NFL, you've got Marcus Major, you got Trey Bradford, Relique Brown and Gavin Sachet coming in behind them. It's, it's a really deep running back group going to 2022, even next year. And then in 2023, you'll still have Relique Brown, Gavin Sachet, and probably Marcus Major and Trey Bradford at that, that point in time. 
and still a really deep group. And so it's really encouraging to see that these guys are not afraid of the depth that Oklahoma has at running back. And I think that's a really solid sign because what it means is they're seeing that despite the depth, I'm still going to get touches. I'm still going to get a chance to play. And I think that's a really brilliant thing that Lincoln Riley has done with his running back depth chart. And what DeMarco Murray has continued to do as well is rotate these guys in, get everybody a few touches, at least every game, keep them engaged and keep them involved in what's going on in the running game. And then it shows to recruits like, Hey, I might even get some run as a freshman. I might not be the starter right away, but I might get an opportunity to make some plays as a freshman. You might not see that at other schools. You might, you know, and even in the past, you might not have seen that where they might just ride one or two guys. But what they're doing is even if they give them, you know, five touches a game or a dozen snaps a game, that's something, right? It it gets them involved. It gets them engaged, allows them to see the speed of the college game and start adapting to the college level. And so, you know, getting Trayon Webb, winning that battle against Ohio State, that's a huge one. It's going to be interesting to see how Lincoln Riley chooses to deploy him on the offensive side of the football. It's going to be fun to watch. I mean, the guy's got the skills, man. And he mentioned, I think, I can't remember where I read it, but he mentioned, oh, it was, um, I think, Jason Kersey's article about Webb, where he talked about uh, just feeling like he was at home when he was talking with DeMarco Murray and talking with uh, some of the alumni as well he just felt like Norman was home for him. And I think that's one of the things that Lincoln Riley has done very, very well over the years is he's built relationships with kids and with the parents that help provide more of a familial atmosphere in Norman. than they, you know, then they might not get somewhere else. I mean, I think, you know, you get these really, really smart, brilliant coaches and they're great coordinators. They spend a lot of time, you know, on the whiteboard, developing playbooks, looking at scheme, looking at tape, but they might not be the best people persons, you know, like you see it in other disciplines as well. People who are really, really bright and really, really intelligent at what they do might not be the, the best people person, but that's where Lincoln Riley's genius is, right? He is great at coordinating offense, but he's also a really good people person. And that's what served him so well as he's transitioned into from being the offensive coordinator under Bob Stoops to being the, the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. That's why it was such a seamless transition is because he got buy-in from the players, from the coaching staff, from the boosters, from the president, from the university. He's gotten buy-in from top recruits since he's been the head coach and continues to raise the expectation level for recruiting classes at Oklahoma. And it'll be it's just fascinating to watch. And we got more of it to talk about coming up in the next segment because we had two more big time recruits as well uh, make their commitments to the University of Oklahoma. And we'll do that next here on the Locked On Sooners podcast. But first, let me talk to you about our people over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's easy to eat. It's 100% covered in chocolate and it tastes fantastic. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They've got great flavors, including the mint brownie, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My personal favorite is the peanut butter brownie but you really can't go wrong with any of the built bars. Try each of them, get a mixed box and get two of each of the nine flavors and figure out which one is your favorite. They got 17 or 18 grams of protein and only 130 to 180 calories. I know I love built bar and it helps me get through my mornings every single day. Gives me enough energy to do the things that I need to do. And it's fantastic. 
So make sure you go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order over at builtbar.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now here on the Locked On Seniors Podcast, we've got to talk about a couple more recruits that dropped their commitments on the weekend. Uh, Again, a huge recruiting weekend for the Oklahoma Sooners. And this time it was Caden Helms, the tight end out of Nebraska. The four-star tight end, one of the top players in the country coming into the 2022 class, commits to the University of Oklahoma, is a 6'5 player, still a little bit light, weighing about 220 pounds, but as a a junior in high school, heading into his senior season, I think he's going to have a chance to put on some weight, right? Uh, This is a guy that our guy Parker Thune has been on for a long time. He's been really, really excited about him, and Caden Helms joins a really talented player in the 2022 class in Jason Llewellyn as well. And that's going to be a really, really interesting duo. And I'm really, really fascinated to see how Lincoln Riley is going to deploy both of those guys whenever they do get onto the field, probably in the 2023, 2024 season, because we've seen like in the NFL, when you run 12 personnel, like the new England Patriots have in the past, and you're able to use two really, really good tight ends, like, Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez, or like Iowa has done with TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant, you have an opportunity to take advantage of some mismatches. Now, Oklahoma is always going to be a team that's going to deploy a lot of wide receivers, but if you can deploy two tight ends, it just really wrecks defensive coordinators because you don't, they don't know if you're going to run or pass. Now in the modern college game, you can run out of, out of 11 personnel, out of 10 personnel, but you're going to be much more effective running out of 12 But with these two big-time pass catchers, Caden Helms included, you're going to have an opportunity to to throw out of that just as efficiently as you might out of 11 personnel, 10 personnel, something like that. Now, Caden Helms, he's still kind of raw at the position. He had been a basketball player. Parker was telling us the story a few weeks back. Uh, He'd been a basketball player, uh, suffered an injury, came back, and then started playing football. And he was talked into playing football by his brother, and he's just kind of taken the world by storm. He's been a, a fantastic player in Nebraska, one of the best players in the state of Nebraska. And Oklahoma is going to be fortunate to have him on their team. And, you know, we saw, I saw an Iowa fan um, just questioning Caden Helms' decision to commit to the University of Oklahoma and really kind of almost criticizing the, the pick because of Iowa's propensity at developing NFL talents at tight end. But then the guy just seems to forget that Oklahoma has done the same. Oklahoma produced Jermaine Gresham, Blake Bell, James Hanna, Mark Andrews. Now those first three guys were kind of more role players, but Mark Andrews, he's a legit star in the NFL. I mean, he's probably the third or fourth best tight end in the game right now in an offense that doesn't really pass a whole lot, but he makes the most out of the opportunities that he gets. So yeah, Caden Helms commits to the university of Oklahoma and then came the big time commitment on Sunday afternoon. And that was Malachi Nelson, the number two 
overall quarterback in the 2023 class, five-star player out of Los Alamitos, California. Uh, he picked the University of Oklahoma over Alabama, Florida State, LSU, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Southern California. And I saw a piece uh, from The Athletic where I guess Nelson and his family were told by the USC coaching staff that he was going to be the only quarterback that they offered a scholarship to, I guess, as a way to um, try and really bring him into the fold, similar to way to maybe the way that Lincoln Riley does. You know, Lincoln Riley targets a quarterback and goes after him. You know, he did it with Spencer Rattler, did it with Caleb Williams, and he did it again with Malachi Nelson. But then USC ended up going after another quarterback as well. They started recruiting a second quarterback. Uh, Who knows if that made any difference or had any impact on Malachi Nelson's commitment, but the Oklahoma Sooners landed another top quarterback in in an odd number of recruiting class. You know, first in 2019, they got Spencer Rattler, the top quarterback in that class in 2020. One, they got Caleb Williams, the top recruit in that quarterback class. And now they got Malachi Nelson. And Malachi Nelson, he's got size. He's got arm strength. He's got accuracy. I mean, some of the throws I was seeing him make were just on point, on the money, right where his wide receiver needed it to be to make a catch. And the guy is able to move around the pocket as well. He just looks like a really, really good quarterback. And now he's going to get into Lincoln Riley's offense where we've seen him take pretty solid quarterbacks that have had some NF or some college experience and turn them into Heisman trophy winners and contenders and NFL legit NFL starting quarterbacks. And so this is one of those things where Lincoln Riley now has created such a reputation for himself that he's going to be in the mix for whatever quarterback he wants at any point in time. Now we're seeing him kind of take on this strategy of every two years going after a top quarterback recruit. And I think it's pretty smart because if you go after the, the top quarterback in every class, then you're not going to have enough snaps for those guys. And those guys aren't going to get enough playing time, but you space it out a little bit. And this gives everybody an opportunity to start for a couple of years before the next guy is ready to take over. They start for two years, go on to the NFL. The next guy's ready to take over. It also gives these guys a, a chance to sit and learn and adjust to the college game. Maybe get some snaps in in garbage time, late in games, and kind of get their feet wet a little bit as they develop through Lincoln Riley's system. But he's, he's now developed this situation where every top quarterback is going to want to come to Norman because he has a great offense. He produces Heisman contenders every single year and he produces NFL draft picks as well. I mean, we've seen it with Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Jalen hurts. And then now Spencer Rattler before even his second season in college is already being looked at as the top quarterback of the 2022 class. And I don't think that he's going to do anything to dissuade NFL draft evaluate draft evaluators from considering him the first overall pick or the number one quarterback in the 2022 class. And so Lincoln Riley's got a great situation going on here. He's, he's made all the investments. He's put in all the time, all the effort to make his offense super quarterback friendly and to showcase the quarterback skills. Like, when I say quarterback friendly, it's not just easy for the quarterback, but it's an offense that allows their quarterbacks to go down the field as well, to be efficient in the passing game, but also to showcase their skills. These guys are required to make all the throws to every level of the field in every direction. And it's not just sitting on one read and going right or left. It's every level of the field, every direction. And that's what gets NFL evaluators so excited is, these quarterbacks come out as more complete prospects than they might at some other programs. 
And so, I, I mean, I can't wait to get Malachi Nelson in here. It's what a great time it is to be an Oklahoma Sooners fan. You got Spencer Rattler going into a second year where he's going to have an opportunity to improve and contend for the Heisman. Coming in after him, you got Caleb Williams, who looks to be just as good, if not better, than Spencer Rattler. And then you got a guy like Malachi Nelson, who, you know, in the in his commitment show on CBS Sports, these guys were comparing him to like a Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, it's easy to throw those kind of comps around, but people wouldn't do it unless there was something to it. And so I'm really excited to see what this guy's going to be able to do. And we'll, we'll see it in future spring games before he ever steps foot on the field for Oklahoma during a regular season game. Uh, but it's just going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but coming up next, we've got a recruit who narrowed his list. And we'll talk about that next on the Lockdown Sooners podcast. But first, I got to talk to you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using our promo code Locked On. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And now here on the Locked On Sooners podcast, the Oklahoma Sooners had a player, another tight end, Luke Haas, cut his list to eight. And the Oklahoma Sooners are now in that list or are still on that list. Luke Haas is the number one tight end in the 2023 recruiting cycle. He's a four-star player um, out of Bixby, Oklahoma. And here's the thing that I found most fascinating about him. So as a sophomore playing for Bixby, helping them win the 6A state title, he had 32 catches for 703 yards. That's almost 22 yards per reception as a sophomore playing varsity football. That's incredible. Like this is a guy that is a playmaker that has some very big, some Mark Andrews type ability. He's six, three, he's two twenty. Obviously he's going to have an opportunity to put on some weight at the college level, but this is going to be a huge, huge get for the Oklahoma Sooners if they're able to land him. I mean, we've already talked about the 2023 class with Trayon Webb, uh, Malachi Nelson, already in the mix. 2022 is already looking really, really strong with Caden Helms and Jason Llewellyn at tight end. But Luke Haas just has the opportunity to be another great skill player for Lincoln Riley. Uh, So currently he's got offers from Oklahoma, Alabama, Arkansas, LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Texas, and Texas Christian University. And I got to think that really it's going to come down to those first five or four of those first five, Oklahoma, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State. I'd be really, really surprised if Oklahoma State ended up in the mix. Currently, you know, 247 Sports has it, has it predicted that uh, Lucas will go to the University of Oklahoma. So barring some changes on that front, the Oklahoma Sooners will be getting another big-time skill player uh, in Bixby, Oklahoma's Lucas. And I wrote about it a little bit over at the Sooners Wire, but Lincoln Riley has, and we talked about it last segment, but Lincoln Riley just has created this situation where he's going to be able to get top skill players to his school because of what they do every single year. And that's put out great offensive players. And the Oklahoma Sooners have 
also landed inside the top five of another four-star offensive tackle for the 2022 class, and that's Malik Agbo out of Washington. Uh, he's currently considering Arizona State, Florida State, Louisiana State, sorry, Arizona State, Florida, Louisiana State, and Miami as part of his top five. Uh, he's a top 25 player at the position, and he's the number seven, you know, he's top seven player in the state of Washington. Uh, but if he, you know, 6'6", 320, if he lands with Oklahoma, in addition to Jacob Sexton and uh, Pancake, Demetrius Pancake Hunter and Jake Taylor, that would be a pretty incredible recruiting hall for Bill Biedenboe and the Oklahoma Sooners recruiting staff to get four four-star players in one class along the offensive line would be fantastic. Now, it remains to be seen if this is where he'll end up, but you really got to like the Sooners' chances with how good they've been offensively and the amount of talent that they've taken from college and put into the NFL. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On Sooners podcast. I hope you really enjoyed the big-time recruiting weekend that was for the Oklahoma Sooners. It was fantastic. I can't wait to talk more about it because the Sooners are going to continue to hit home runs, strike gold, set off fireworks, whatever analogy you want to use, because they're going to continue to build these great recruiting classes under Lincoln Riley. And I think that's a huge, huge boon for the Sooners that Lincoln Riley continues to grab these top four-star, five-star players in both the 2022 and the 2023 cycles. But again, thank you for so much for listening to the show. Look forward to talking more Oklahoma Sooners football with you tomorrow. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on the Odyssey app, Apple, Google, Spotify. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Sooners, and you can follow me on Twitter at John Nine Williams. Until tomorrow, Boomer Sooner.